Welcome to the Eye on Annapolis Local Business Spotlight. There are thousands of locally owned businesses in the area, some small and some large. Some you may know and others you don't. But one thing they all have in common is a great story, and we want to share it with you. Join us every Saturday as we talk to the founders, the owners, and the managers of local businesses you have come to know and love, and those you will come to know and love. Now here's your host, John Frenet, with this week's Local Business Spotlight. Well, I'll tell you, we jumped over here to West Annapolis, which is fast becoming one of my favorite spots in town. But we are here at 26 Annapolis Street with Brandon Stalker, who is the owner of Evelyn's Restaurant. How are you doing today, John? I'm good, man. Did I get the name right? Is it Evelyn's Restaurant? Is, is there like no cafe or grill no, or no, anything? Just, just Evelyn's and uh, Evelyn'sAnnapolis.com is the website. It's uh, named after my daughter. That, and, that was know, what I wanted to know. Yeah, you know, and it's showing says that I'm just the manager and she's the owner. You know, she's 10 years old. And so one day that might be the case. Uh, but. You, you know, you know, I've heard that, you know, my name's on the sign. That's right. That's you know, right. How, but, how do you argue with that? You know, but, you know, my favorite thing was when we uh, before we opened up, it was a long construction process. As you know, permits always take forever and that stuff. And, no, uh, not here. No, not at all. And, uh, so my two kids came in and that's when she was, gosh, six and Michael was four. And there was a little bit of dust on the floor. They walked right in and they grabbed a dustpan and a broom unsolicited and started sweeping the place up. And that's right. I thought to myself, we're going to be just fine. We're going to be OK. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. This in the somehow like in the deed or the 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 whatever of the property going back in the property records that any restaurant here needs to be named after a woman. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> and it's actually funny you say that because yeah, it was you know Regina's beforehand with right. Wally and Stephanie, and they were definitely a staple here. But uh, the people who had a property here before this building was actually built. Her name was Evelyn, and I found the family found me about four years ago. And they're the people who planted the bamboo in the backyard, which I wish they hadn't done that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a nightmare, but it's beautiful, but it's such a nightmare to deal with. But their grandmother was Evelyn. So really, it went from Evelyn to Regina's Regina. and now back to Evelyn, back to Evelyn. which Pretty. I thought that was definitely the universe telling me something right there. It must. It must be either whether you were naming your kid or whether you're naming your restaurant. One, of the, right. one of the two. Yeah. Well, I, I know that when you first opened up, I know that the... I mean, Regina's was a well-loved yep. establishment here, and I know that they were um, they were struggling the last couple of years. Yes, and I know that when you first moved in, uh, as because Annapolis doesn't like change. Yes, um, <laughs> there there was probably some people digging their heels in, going, "What the hell is this?" And we That's want right. we want our Regina's and everything yes. else. And you have um, really. I mean, blown that out of the water here. I mean, this, uh, you know, I almost say I hate to come here because I have to sit here and wait for a table for so darn long, but right. it's, uh, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, you know, you, you have been so embraced by the community mm -hmm. and similarly, you really embrace the community as well. And it's, it's a really a bi-directional type of a relationship there. Well, so that's, um, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, you know, I tell people all the time, my favorite thing about Evelyn's is being a part of the community and getting to be involved in it. My honestly, the favorite thing out of being in the community is getting to see all the kids grow up. There are so many who come here and I've gotten to watch them from being in a, you know, in a uh, car seat to now they're up and doing swim lessons. And this is where they come on the weekends and uh, stick with it for some while. Because I know, um, have you ever been sort of back in the back hall of Buddies upstairs oh, yeah, yeah. with all the pictures on the wall? Yes. I mean, Buddies is like the um, at one point I heard a, a statistic that said that 40 percent of the workforce, and I don't remember what time this was, mm -hmm. had worked at McDonald's or something 
tightly associated with McDonald's yep. at some point in their life. I can believe that. And I'm like, Buddy's was like that all the time because you'd go back and you'd look and you'd see these giant staff pictures from, you know, 1982 yes. and you go, oh yeah, his grandkids in here. <laughs> That's you know? right. And so pretty soon you're going to be seeing, uh, you know, second generations. I mean, you, how long would you guys open? You guys open up about this. God, now it's five and a half years ago. It's hard to believe. Uh, Philip, who's here, he actually is telling me it's his five year anniversary today. And when he told me that, I was like, wow, it's already been five years. Holy Did you get him a watch? <laughs> no, not yet. I should. Because <laughs> he's actually about to move on to bigger and better things. So I do need to get him some sort of a gift. He's been a fabulous employee. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you, what is your background? I mean, how did how did you come to open up Evelyn's? Sure. Well, you know, my family's been in commercial real estate my entire life. And, um, you know, my father moved from Michigan to Maryland when they, gosh, before I was born. And he wanted to basically invest in real estate. And so I was brought up in that. And I first was a janitor, then an electrician, then a carpenter, working my way up. And back then, everything in Annapolis was mom and pop owned. There was absolutely nothing that was, you know, outside money, this, that, or the other, right? Well, now that I'm 40 years old, and I, it would have been 35 when I started it, really, you know, I saw that the Annapolis had changed and it had become really an outside money town. And it was everybody was, you know, now it's... Um, I don't want to say that it's the franchises per se, but, you know, it's no, more I, just, I get you. you know, it, it had changed. And so I wanted to build something that was for the locals and that was still, you know, made in house, scratch made, locally sourced, but at a fair price. You know, when you go downtown, I, I like certain restaurants downtown, but for me, my opinion, the majority of them, it's the same menu. You know, there's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, outside of, you know, Joss's, Fox's Den, uh, sure. Guard, those sort of places. But for a lot it's of them, it's food. very, exactly, you know. And so I just wanted to make something that I'm going to call is a little bit different. And uh, I call it kind of like a cross between a double T and a Ruth's Chris. Okay, I'm not seeing that, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you know, like Ruth's Chris, I think steaks, and I know that you're only open for breakfast and yeah. lunch. So yeah. that's, uh, it is kind of an odd comparison. Uh, your hours are, what, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m.? Uh, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 2, and then Friday through Sunday. Sunday, we're uh, 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. 8 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Well, so you don't personally have any, uh, you know, flipping burger background. Uh, no. Say The way it happened is very odd. One of my best friends, his name's Richard Reuter, and his uh, mother started Caroline's Cakes, which was out by the Bay Bridge a long time ago. And he needed some help in the kitchen, and I had a very flexible schedule, and he said, I need help right now. Can you come give me a hand? I said, sure. Well, I'm not doing real estate. I'll come do this. And so I found out there how much I loved making food and having people, they would eat your stuff, and they'd say, God, I really enjoyed eating this. This is fabulous. With real estate, everything is, my elevator's broken, the roof is leaking, I don't like my lease, whatever. There's no uh, positive reinforcement. And so I said, this is really awesome, and I want to build something like this. That's kind of neat. It was funny. When I, I was looking to buy a couple of businesses a, a long time ago, and I ended up uh, almost buying Reynolds Tavern way back when. Oh, wow. Um, back when the National Historic Trust still owned it. And I mean, it was, uh, mm -hmm. and I got into a conversation with Harvey Blonder. Okay. Yep. And he said, look, dude, unless you're born in the restaurant business, you don't want to be in it. Mm -hmm. Trust me. Yep. And in hindsight, that was probably some of the best advice I, sure. <laughs> I, I, I ever got. I mean, have you found it difficult to acclimate yourself in the restaurant business yourself? It was, it was a steep learning curve, for sure. And not having that background in what I'll call the restaurant business. I've always been in, involved in business my whole life, but it's not the same, you know, being in deals. Now, I think I have it a little bit easier being breakfast and lunch because I still have time in the day to have a life. And, you know, I have kids. People ask me. <laughs> there, there you go. So now 
now you have no life. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, everybody has really told me if you get into the breakfast through dinner game, they said you're going to be divorced. You'll never have somebody who stays with you. You won't see your kids. It just, you know, is a bad idea. And so I think that for me, it was much better just doing the breakfast and lunch angle where I can still pay the bills, pay my employees and have a life. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because it was the gist of Harvey's conversation with me was mm-hmm. is, was basically picture you finally get a night off and you go into D.C. for a play in a hotel and mm-hmm. you've got the whole nine yards with your wife. And, and you know, I was married at the time and the whole thing. And, and it's just the most romantic, incredible night you've had since your honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And your phone rings at six o'clock because your 17 year old opener can't possibly come in because she has a zit on her nose. That's right. So you get out of the hotel at six o'clock in the morning. You get your ass back to that right. and you open up the darn restaurant. <laughs> That's right. I, I tell everybody here all the time because most people think that, you know, owners just sit back and, you know, collect checks or whatever. And I go, we're the ones who are on call 24-7-365. Just, I've been to my daughter's, uh, her Irish dance competition. I've gotten the call in the middle of it. You know, I said, sorry, honey, I've got to leave. You know, dad's got to go do this. And- well, as a small business owner, and I mean, small locally, you know, homegrown business mm-hmm. owner. I, I mean, when the call comes in and says the hostess is out, yep. uh, you know, you, you put on, you know, I'll, I'll be sexist here, but you put on your skirt and you're now the hostess. That's right. Uh, when the janitor calls out, I mean, I don't know they have a janitor and says, hey, you know, we, you know, that's right. Put, put on your boots and you go back in and you unclog the toilets or whatever. That's be. right. If you, you know, the, somebody needs to be a fry cook. Yes. Uh, that's where you jump in. I mean, that's, uh, I guess, the benefit and the downside of a it business is. ownership as well. But it's also very rewarding, to be honest. You know, being able to know uh, it's good for my employees when they see me hop in on certain places. They go, oh, he actually can do that. <laughs> right. He can hop right. on the line. He does know how to do this. Sure. Then they you talk know. about you behind your back saying, yeah, but he doesn't do it as good as I do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, breakfast and lunch is, is somewhat of a unique concept here in town. And actually, it's mm-hmm. getting a little bit tighter of a market because you've got uh, oh, first. Yes. There's Rise Up Coffee. No, 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 no. There's a new one over at the Festival at Reba that's. Um, oh, it's I'm a not, chain. Okay, I, I'm not familiar um, with them. Is it First Watch? Yes, First Watch. Okay. Um, and Excellence are really yes. the only two games in town. Yep. And you have Expectations up at Booth, and, which they do a really right, good job. Right. Um, and I'm, I mean, I think this is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great niche mm-hmm. because um, your lunch is here. I, I've only had, I think, two or three lunches. I primarily yep. come here for breakfast. Yep. And I get into fights with my girlfriend all the time on that because you can order both off of the breakfast and right. lunch menu. And, and I'm like, no, if we're going out like after church or something like that, this is, you know, we need to have eggs involved in this thing. Right. That's my, that's my own little sure. like, No, why can't we get it? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. go back and forth. So this, it's a really great happy medium because yep. you can do both there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but you guys are in the process of, I mean, your business has been so good. Yep. You are expanding over into what was a paper store, wasn't it? Originally, yep. It was is Pris's paper. Was, well, is Pris, a, Pris used to be across the street. That's right. And, and, and then and she then came she over, here. over here. Yep. And then uh, what's called? She moved out after I bought the building. She stuck around for about maybe nine months or so, and then she didn't want to. Didn't they change release. the name? Uh, no, it was still, was it still Pris's paper. Yep. And then it turned over to uh, Jenny Melvin, turned into J Melvin Real Estate, which then became Better Homes and Gardens, which then became Compass. And then when she went to Compass, Compass had another local office, so they were paying her rent. And when it uh, expired, two, she moved two out. places. Okay. Yeah, and she knew I was going to expand, so it all worked out very well. But yeah, we've now we're going to be going from. 30 seats originally to about 130 uh, when we're all done. So it's been quite a, quite a big rise. Well, you know, I will say that you're doing it smartly and that you own the building and that you can expand right here in the same location. I know, I I know so many places that have, uh, and I, and I don't mean to pick on the uh, wild orchid, but 
they had a great location where Bin 909 is yes. in Eastport, and it was sold out every single night. It was yep. just, and, and they realized, I mean, I think they did it because they needed some catering space mm-hmm. in the kitchen. But it said they moved into the, the huge sterile space in the middle of that circle yes. in Westgate Circle. And it, and it just didn't go. That's right. Um, you know, here in the same place, people are used to coming here to 26 Annapolis Street. They know That's right. Evelyn's. That's they know, right. They know it's breakfast and lunch. Yes. And now all of a sudden somebody, like, oh, there's no wait. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can come sit down. And it's funny you mention that because really uh, where we're looking at here where there's the wall, that's why I'm not going to knock down the whole wall because I don't want it to be this wide open space where if, you know, on a Monday you'd come in and we'd be half full and it would look like a ghost town. I want it to still have that intimate well, feeling. There, there's all, there's all perception too. I know, yes, I know, I know there's with, there's uh, things at the fairgrounds when they have festivals and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. I say like, don't open up that lower field until people are really, really tight in and starting to be miserable. Yes. Uh, because it's going to appear to be just this really lame festival if That's it's right. too, too spaced out. Mm-hmm. And there's a place in South County, I think it's called the South County Cafe, mm-hmm. um, that is in an old sort of Victorian house. And, mm-hmm. and they've got it set up similarly. It's, you know, you you can eat in the main room, yep. which might have four tables. And then you can go up the little two steps and into what was the dining room. And mm-hmm. there may be six tables. Yep. You can go back into the den, which is really makes it really nice because, I mean, it, it you know, if you want to separate somebody, if you've got a larger group that can come in, you can put them back there and everything else. Yes. Um, I do see that you've got craft paper on your windows. So what's what's the status of your expansion? And we're recording this right now at the beginning of August. So, yep. So right now they're actually finishing up the drywall work today. All of the HVAC is in about 90 percent of the electrical. HVAC? HVAC. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. I'm like HVAC, man. Yeah. No, the, uh, but we're getting close. I'm hoping within four weeks. So okay. that would put us at, uh, let's say, what? First September, hopefully. Okay. Say first week of September, hopefully. Okay. That's what I'm shooting for. You'll be able to handle the Navy crowd when they come in for football. That's right. That's the whole impetus. <laughs> and of course, you do have dining out on your own patio. That's right. And during the pandemic, you did have your parklet. Yes. Uh, as well, which really helped out, I imagine, a lot yes, as well. Yes, that was gigantic to be able to get a help from the city on that. Now, I don't know if you know, but they changed how they actually charged for the parklets right. now. And for me, as a small business, that wasn't going to work out anymore this year. But uh, well, especially people- when you've got... The expansion and, oh, yeah. and then the full porch. I That's mean, even right. with the expansion underway, even if you had no tenants in there without it being open, you've got the use of that's that full right. porch for the whole building. So yeah. that's pretty cool. And really having the porch is what's really made the biggest difference. Now it's a true, uh, if it's raining, you don't get wet before before you would get about half of the table. Is, so. that, is the porch new? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. I thought that was always here. Yeah. It used to be just a flat so it was uh, about nine inches lower. We had to pour a new slab all the way across the top to raise it up because when you go over 50 seats, your doors have to swing out and it has to be a perfectly level transition for handicapped people. Right. And then the awning came out about seven feet or so. Now it goes out to 15 feet. Okay. So I'd say we basically doubled the amount of everything. We doubled the uh, the deck height and width and everything. And then we also doubled the coverage. Nice. I, and I think it's important to say that this is a super dog-friendly place. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We are all lovers of dogs. If you ask uh, for a piece of bacon, they'll give them to you for free. Oh, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, say, but yes, the doggos are always friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Well, I mean, your menu is, is great. And I mean, I... I 
I'm partial to your omelets, my sure. job. Who, who does your menu? Is that you? Yeah, so it's me and my chefs, actually. So we have things that come on special. I like them to play around with it. All fine things that I like to cook at home and we'll try it out as special. I would say me, it's probably about 30% and the cooks are in the back of the other 70. Now, when we originally opened up, it was about 50-50 between me and my other chef who helped me open up. And then we've kind of transitioned away from that. But, you know, we like to try things out, see what people love, and then we put it on the menu. Do you switch it like on seasons? I mean, you yes. say like, okay, in every March and August yes. we do it. Or- and we definitely switch it seasonally. So we get about four of them every year. And obviously the staple items are never going to leave. Those are always going to stay. And we only drop usually two to three items and add two to three items. Okay. So and it's I, not a massive change by any means. And that's pretty much based on what's available as far as, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, strawberries are in season or whatever exactly. it may be like that. We have that. And then I look at the sales reports and I say, okay, this one only sold this is a dog. four per week. You know, why are we still even carrying that? <laughs> but what, what is your favorite item on the menu? Oh, sweet potato biscuits and chorizo gravy by far. That's my number one. Say it's just uh, sounds the- absolutely disgusting to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if you look at it, it doesn't look that enticing. To be honest, it kind of looks. Uh, well, I won't say what it looks like, but it it kind of is not yeah, the other most enticing thing. But uh, I the, for me, it has that sweet and spicy uh, sort of deal that I really love. Now, my fiance she loves the huevos rancheros, and she never goes outside of that. That's that's, uh, that's, that's my girlfriend's go to. It's uh, yep. Now, my other favorite, too, is the French toast. I, I always eat that all the time. They say getting it from Lyon Bakery down in Hyattsville. It's a nice three-quarter inch cut, and it just, uh, I don't know, melts in your mouth. Do you source locally pretty much as much oh, as, as much as possible? Yes. Uh, I would say 75 to 80% of our products come locally from Maryland. And, say, and then probably about 85 if we go to the next states over. Now, so there are certain things, yeah, like our uh, wild-caught Atlantic salmon. We can't get that in Maryland, you know, and other certain items. Sure. But for the majority of it, yes, everything is here. And do you design your menu based on what, what you're able to obtain locally? I mean, is that, do. that certainly... Keep oh yeah, in mind you have to because obviously there's seasons for certain things and you know certain things are better at certain times of the year and uh, you know it makes a big difference to me for my customers to know that when you come here you're not just supporting us but you're supporting all the farmers and the people who are in Maryland that are putting this behind you know my biggest thing is I so we had salmon that we couldn't get in everybody's having trouble with it and I got a replacement and it had said product of China and I called my rep and I said it's not gonna uh, yeah I said this is not gonna work for me I said it's nothing against China. I said, but I don't want anything. They probably have lovely salmon. But <laughs> yes, you know, it's, it's not going to be served here. Yeah, I said, thank you, but no thank you. That's great. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, it's funny. I was on Facebook this morning and somebody was talking about um, just ranting and raving about creme brulee. And they said, yes, creme, creme, I saw that. Creme brulee has to do this. And, I, and my comment was like, okay, look, if you're, if you're going to say you've got creme brulee and if you F it up, that's you right. know, I'm going to hold it totally against you for yep. the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And other things that fall in line for that with me are eggs benedict, uh-huh. uh, French onion soup, yep. and uh, Philadelphia cheesesteak. Okay, now I, I'll let you slide on a cheesesteak because uh-huh. Davis's has a cheesesteak. They don't call it a Philly cheesesteak. There you go. Uh, you throw Philly in there, and yes. I, I'm going to judge you. Yep, yep. Now, if you've got somebody that has got that kind of an attitude in here and is going to make or break Evelyn's, yep. What do you tell them to order? Cream of crab soup. No hesitation. Okay. <laughs> I say I go with the cream of crab soup. I would go with our West Coast BLT. 
and say BLT is kind of a staple food. And that's, got the, that's, that's the BLT with olive or avocado. avocado correct. Okay. Yep. I say those be, and then the only other one I'd throw in there too is our Reuben. I say, which I'm very proud of. I think those are three Maryland items, you know, that people like to have. And we all make everything here from scratch and Miss Erica, her crab soup. I don't know if you've seen, but it blew up on Facebook last year and it brought in hundreds of people here. Uh, it was quite a big explosion and we were really happy for it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, now I live in the wrong state personally. I don't, if, I jokingly say that if it could live in on near or under the water, I won't eat it. Mm-hmm. And um, so crab soup would never be on my menu, but it's um, yep. people say, hey, do you love O'Leary's? I'm like, never been there. They're like, what? <laughs> like, you know? yep. I mean, I'm not going to go there and order chicken nuggets. No, <laughs> no. Let's face is. it. But it's, uh, you know, O'Leary's is wonderful. Everyone tells me about it. So the yes. crab soup is, um, so if I send people in here for crab soup, yes. they're not going to leave disappointed. No. You guarantee that. Yes, 100%. Okay. <laughs> I say I will promise that. I've, I have not had any person come in here ever and not say they didn't love the crab soup. And say so I think that's about as good of a guarantee as I can get. Right. What, was, what surprised you the most out of opening a restaurant? I mean, you're new, new to the restaurant business. What I would say the amount of different agencies that are involved in opening a restaurant. Uh, when you have to go through the health department, the state, the city, the everything else. And none of it was bad, but it was just compared to the real estate, it was completely different. Now, the other thing, too, that I would say was really surprising about was uh, the amount of interest from the community. Just when we were opening up, I had probably 100 people a day knocking on the door. Hey, what's going on? What are you going to be opening here? You know, what's the deal? And she told them Hooters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they say that would have definitely gotten <laughs> definitely a reaction. Well, one of my good friends from college, actually, he... Uh, there, he's down in, uh, it's really the eastern shore of Virginia, and he's a partner in a new bar. So originally it was, I forget what the name it was going to be, but people raised hell about the original name. And the guy who owns his name is Glenn. So they now named it the G-Spot. And <laughs> now all of these people are up in arms again. And the people are, he's going, hey, you got one, you don't get two. That's <laughs> and, funny. Know, That's yeah. funny. So, you know, community, they can be very involved. And I'm really lucky that... Uh, I know I'm doing things the right way and I'm helping the community here, but the community has embraced me. And that's uh, something that, you know, you can't buy that. It's something that really has to be given. It, no, it, it really has. And I mean, you, you come here on any, I mean, typically I, I, I'm here on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, but you see people strolling, you know, strolling Saturdays or Sundays are strolling the streets and there's not too many cars out front or yep. in back. So these are folks that are living in West Annapolis that are, that are walking here to, to sit there with the dogs are out. That's right. And, and it, it's, it's amazing to see a truly local small type of thing. I mean, you're here 80% of the time, I'm sure 80, 90% oh, yeah. of the time. Yep. So just about that's, um, you know, and you, you talked about being part of the community and West Annapolis is right now on the cusp of just this gigantic explosion. Yes. Uh, you've got the Mexican cafe, which has, has gone and that's our AR ordering. Yep. It's going to be coming in, I think in the spring. Yes. Uh, is when they're talking and you had agave which was in and they were out and now they're, they're in back again. in that's right <laughs> um, i don't know what what I, I have my think thoughts about what happened there but it mm-hmm. was uh, i think it was a little bit too expensive and then it uh, was a little bit too vacant and then it became a little bit more affordable yes, i would have to agree <laughs> 
you know, and it really is nice because my, the five and a half years I've been here, I've been telling people every time I want more restaurants here. I want there to be three or four more places. I don't want a breakfast and lunch farm to table spot here, but I definitely want other restaurants here. And I think that West Annapolis has so much potential to be able to become a spot for that. Well, I mean, right now, I mean, for those that aren't aware, West Annapolis is having that RAR Brewing, which yep. is going to be a brew pub. So they're yep. going to have food and, and your pub food. That's right. As well. You're going to have Agave, which is a wonderful mm-hmm. uh, Mexican place, which is big down in Lake Rehoboth. Yep. You've obviously got Evelyn's that we're speaking with here. You've got uh, Bean Rush Cafe on the corner. That's right. Uh, you've got Always Ice Cream. Yep. On the same corner. Bean Rush isn't yep. on the corner, yep. but it's on that corner of Bean Rush. Yep. Across the street, you've got Flamont, which is a, a great sort of Belgian mm-hmm. sort of upscale place. Yes. And what else do we need? Ooh, that's a really good question. Hooters. Hooters. That's right. <laughs> well, how did I not think about that? You know, no, I, uh, I think I would like to see, since we already have the brew pub and we have the uh, Mexican, I think that maybe something with like another European flair, potentially. Uh, so I could see that coming over here. Uh, I would also like to see maybe like a really good barbecue place. Uh, you know, that, I think that's always needed in town. But as long as they make good stuff, I'm going to welcome them with open arms. <laughs> what about non-food stuff? What's West? I mean, Ooh. West Annapolis is, is, is I mean, and then West Annapolis is so cool. I mean, they got the locally family owned pharmacy. Yes. Uh, which you, I love them. You know, you've got, you've got Stella down there at uh, mm-hmm. one petticoat lane and she's mm-hmm. got that wonderful consignment shop. Yes. Uh, there's a great shop just across the street here. And I don't remember the name of it. Revival. Yep. Revival. You've yep. got down there. There's another R store that's next to Stella. There Nine. is. There's also the art gallery. There's the Krabby Quilter. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to remember who the really nice uh, women's clothing line is. Um, Raven. Raven. W-R-A-Y-B-M. Yep. And they do a great job. Yeah, I mean, for over here, we've kind of always been like the artsy-fartsy area of town, you know, going back to my deal. And I would like to see more, uh, you know, what would be really great over here would be one of those like paint and sip places, I think. You know, I think that would fit in really well. Um it would also be nice if we had some like uh, nicer like liquor and wine store. That would be kind of, I'm not going to say it has to be all upscale, but things that would carry almost like a small-scale Bay Ridge Wine and Spirits where they have a better selection of sort of things. I think there's a lot of people here who would like that. You know, they do a great job over here. Now CVS is originally Rite Aid and right. everything, and it got grandfathered in. But they're, uh, they're more of a, what I'm going to call. still CVS. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so they, they carry all like the main brands, not any of the interesting stuff. No, I, I mean, we were down in, um, gosh, where were we? We were, um, I guess, Sanibel. Mm-hmm. And there was just a, a little small, not nearly as big as Growls, but a family-owned local grocer there. And yep. they, they were able to sell, but they really had a great curated section of wines and beers and yeah. boozers. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't huge. I mean, you weren't going to be able to buy, right. you know, cases and cases of, you know, Johnny Walker Red or whatever yep. it is. So. But it was interesting stuff. You know, you walk in and you go, oh, I've never heard of that. And that looks interesting. I'll give it a try. Very neat. Very yeah. neat. Well, you know, we're getting into the fall and Annapolis, West Annapolis is uh, sort of ground zero for a number of great ball events. You've got <laughs> yes. Oktoberfest. That's right. will be coming up in September, which is a concept I never understood, although yep. my beer people have told me there's a reason because it starts its a yeah, period so, and all that. Yeah, it's, I don't understand it either. I do I do know that the uh, military bowl is coming back and you're going to have the Clydesdales back over here again. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, that's not just December 28th, I believe, this yeah, year. That sounds about right, which I, that's my favorite event personally. I love yes. seeing the Clyde sales come around the street. I think it's so cool. They're great. Um, have you thought about, I mean, you've talked about physical expansion. Have you thought about expanding to other areas or are you just happy with this one? We're going to see how it goes. That wasn't my long-term plans is at first I wanted to take over everything here and which we now succeeded at that. And I figured I'd probably make up my mind within about a year and a half to two years of the expansion being done. We own other properties throughout town. And so I've thought about expanding into them. And I'm not sure if I would actually do another Evelyn's. I might do a, uh, a lunch and dinner spot that was more upscale. My son, Michael, he got the short end of the stick. So, uh, I already got a Michael's over there on South yeah. River. Well, what I thought of is uh, we have a building that's right across from uh, the Lighthouse Bistro, and it's called Delivery. And a lot of people don't know this, but it's one of the only two buildings in Annapolis with very tall ceilings that's historic yeah. because Annapolis was a shipping town. They didn't make anything here. So the building's called Delivery because people would bring their horse and carriage into town. The first story was all for the horses and had a gigantic elevator that would bring your carts up to the second and third story they put your cart in a little stall put a padlock on it and you went down to uh ego alley to sell your goods and then you'd come back up there so if i did something there i think i'd call it michael stable or something like that you know i got a couple stories i'll after we're done here i'll tell you yeah. about the about the livery building it was funny one was with the uh, annapolis uh fringe festival that mm-hmm. sort of came and went and um and uh i think that was the one where um the furniture store was in there was. at one point. Yep, um, uh, it was Main Cottage. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And they were, uh, they were, they were. They changed names. They turned to Main Cottage. They were um, trying to like two names. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the other one. And then they wanted to do a bigger store up in. Uh, yeah, they're out in west. Arnold. Yeah, and they wanted to move. And then the other one up there went under. Now they're doing only online ordering. And they've got like a warehouse or something out by like yes. Annapolis Junction or something. Yep, I think yep. so. Um, it's neat. Well, I'll tell you what. I, the last thing I got for you is that we are friends on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now, you before we started recording, you did say that at one point you attended Key School. Yes. Okay. And on Facebook, your last your first name is Brandum with an M. Okay. <laughs> this now, is a great now, story. Now, were, you, were your parents like little hippies? That, oh, no. <laughs> so, yes, my name is Brandon with an N, but on Facebook, it's with an M. So... I never had Facebook my entire life. I just didn't want to get involved with it. I said, you know, I don't need social media. So when you create a business, you have to have a personal page to be able to create a business page. I don't think you do anymore, but you did. Okay. So, which back then it infuriated me. I was like, well, who's the person for Walmart or for Target who's doing this? But anyway, so I tried to make a page or make a personal page. Type in Brandon Stalker. It says, you have a restricted last name because of Stalker. You cannot use this. And I said, well, this is my name I want to. go. you have to send in your birth certificate and your driver's license uh, into us for you to prove that this is real. I go ahead and I do it. It took about three weeks. I get it back. And they put it up as Brandom Stalker with an M. I try to adjust my first name. It says, you cannot adjust this because you have a restricted name. You have to send in all of your information to Facebook to be able to get this adjusted. And I said, heck with it. I don't care. <laughs> so, so now there's all sorts of people who always you know, give me kind of the side eye with the, they're, they're like, are you into something weird with Dom or whatever? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just uh, so, so your name is a result of a typo on Facebook. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I've, I've got a friend I went through leadership and Rumble, and her name is Amal, mm-hmm. and it's A M A L E. Okay. And I know several Amals, and she's from Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, you know, it's it's strange mm-hmm. that it has that E on the end. And she says, yes, yeah, because usually they don't. She said it was a typo. The, apparently, there's a lot of French in Lebanon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and put the E on the end of it would be feminine. 
and the person in the birth certificate office mm-hmm. assumed that, oh, it's a female, so, so we'll just put the E on the end of it. And yep. now, so her birth certificate and everything else, so this is, she's, <laughs> she's grown into the name. Oh, <laughs> she got the shorter end of the stick to me. It's official on the birth certificate. True. I just got the Facebook. <laughs> True. Well, I'll tell you, everybody needs to get to Evelyn's Annapolis. Um, yes. The website is evelynsannapolis.com, E-V-E-L-Y-N-S. That's correct. And um, don't come here on Sunday morning if I'm coming here because I want the table before you. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> but uh, at 26 Annapolis Street, again, there's never been a problem with parking. So, I mean, don't think about it. That's one of the beauties yes. about West Annapolis is there's no garages. There's That's right. uh, no real hassles with parking. I mean, we've got that in Eastport. We've got no. that downtown. Um, strangely enough, it's, it's not here. No, and, we even have a 22-car lot behind the building. Oh, and, Which, ba- and bamboo. Yeah, I say, there's not many places that can say that. <laughs> That's true. Well, I'll tell you what, Brandon Stalker, no M on the end of that. Thank That's you right. so much. And congratulations on five years here at Evelyn's. And I'm looking forward to uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 more. And, uh, That's right. Whatever happens next door in, in about a month. That's right. Well, thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's Local Business Spotlight. Please make sure to visit ionanapolis.net for all your local news, events, and opinion. And in case you haven't already, please subscribe to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief, where we bring you all the day's local news direct to your phone, tablet, or computer in about 10 minutes. It comes to you at 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday, and you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.